0: And now, Greenlight Reviews, hosted by Ann Elder and Les Roberts. Hi, everybody. Welcome back once again to... Greenlight Reviews, the show in which we talk about the movies. My name is Les Roberts. And I'm Ann Elder. And today, Ann, I got to talk to you about this film that we're going to review today because we have a big problem.
1: I know we do, but talk, talk, talk. You'll feel better.
0: The biggest problem with our current movie is that we can't say the name of the title.
1: Not the whole title. Not we the can't. whole title. That's right. Well, we're not going to. We could, but we've chosen not to.
0: We have chosen not to. It is called Kick Dash a dot dot and i'm sure you all know what we're talking about it's a film about a bunch of teenagers who decide they want to be superheroes it is mm-hmm. directed by matthew vaughn and written by matthew vaughn and jane goldman and as much as both of us dislike the title of this film. That ain't nothing compared to how we feel about the content of this film.
1: I agree, to me, Kike is just another junk package from the garbage collectors out there in Hollywood. Right. And you know, it purports to be a really hip happening flick. In truth, this is a really boring movie, and it's crummy, and for me, it's a yawn pudding, snore pie.
0: Beyond that, it is one of the most violent films that I have ever seen. When I started watching the movie, and Dave Lazuski played by Aaron Johnson, decides that he wants to be a superhero. Mm-hmm. And so he gets himself a ridiculous-looking costume. He
1: sends away for a kit.
0: Right. Mm-hmm. And he turns himself into the title character of this film. Right. However, he doesn't think about the fact that he, as a superhero, doesn't have any superpowers. He can't fly. He's not invisible. Correct. He can't jump buildings at a single bound. You know, none of that So he's
1: going to get pounded no matter what he does. And he's going to look really stupid because he's got a dumb costume on.
0: Absolutely. (laughs) And he is pounded a lot in this film. And I could even buy that. I can't buy the scenes of torture in this film. Oh, yes. The only actor in this film that I really enjoyed very, very much is a young... Young woman, she's 11 years old. Mm -hmm. Her name is Chloe Moritz, and she plays Mindy and she turns into Hit Girl. Mm -hmm. And Hit Girl kills more people in this film than Rambo did.
1: Well, incidentally, she's the daughter of Big Daddy, played by Nick Cage in this film. And her father teaches her all of these horrible stunts, as well as the vile language that we get to hear Hit Girl use all the way through the movie. You know, Les, don't you long for the days when the Hollywood producers used to reach for projects that came off the Book of the Month Club, or from the Broadway stage. Today, they're reaching for ideas that come off of the comic book shelves. It's just unbelievable to me.
0: You're absolutely right. Remember, when we were growing up, they made films based on the books of Hemingway, of Scott Fitzgerald, John. Yeah, well, that's what
1: I'm saying. They used to reach for the books that were on the Book of the Month Club. Sure, sure. And that's what they used as inspiration. Okay, that's one problem with the movie. Now we're getting into a deeper problem, and that is the lack of morality in this movie. What would possess a mother, a real-life mother, and a real-life dad to allow their 11- or 8- or 9-year-old daughter, this Chloe Grace Moritz, to put her on the screen to say the dialogue that is written for her in this movie. I think back to when I was growing up and I was a wannabe actress, and my mother would have crawled naked across a floor of broken glass before she would have accepted a part for me in which I was permitted to say such things. The little girl says on many talk shows that I've heard her being interviewed on, oh, I could never talk like this in real life. My mother and dad would kill me. But they do allow me to say it because it's just a movie. Well, therein, folks, is the big problem. Everything is excused because it is, A, a movie.
0: Just a movie, absolutely. Now, the things that bothered me most about this is, first of all, the way this little girl. She's a little girl. I mean, she's small for 11. She is a child and she murders so many people and you see brains and blood and she cuts off somebody's legs and oh my and then when she gets into trouble. Now think about this for a minute. She's Mm -hmm. an eleven year old girl. Right. She is held down on the ground by her throat while an adult punches her in the face. Like a punching bag correct and over again. Correct. I couldn't even watch that and I know this whole movie is a joke, but I could not It's not a
1: joke when scenes like that are depicted with such graphic reality that it no longer is a cartoon. You know, it used to be when they would do movies like this, they would put the word pow up there or wow or yike or Back ow in the or old something.
0: Batman on TV days. Sure. Where they
1: would do something to lighten up the situation, but they don't bother to do this in Kike. You know, the movie itself boasts the cover line, sickening violence, just the way you like it. And I'm thinking, is that the kind of movie you want your kid to see? And is this the kind of movie that you want your kid to to star in? You know, that is a very deep question for me when I see a movie like this. I know that it's just one kid in a movie, but that's the kind of ripple effect that can take place with a lot of other little girls going to see a movie like this and saying, gee, that's what I want to do, and I want to say those kinds of things, and if she can do it, why can't I? It's that kind of a movie that will possibly infect a whole lot of children. And don't tell me they won't sneak out to see this movie. It's R-rated. But somehow those children always see these movies. I know
0: they do. Oh, of course they do. Of course they do. With the exception of Chloe Grace Moritz, who plays Hit Girl, I loathed everybody in this movie. I especially disliked the leading man Aaron Johnson, who plays Kike, and his Mm -hmm. nemesis, if you will, Red Mist in this movie, played by Christopher mints plus
1: you know there's nothing about this movie to recommend it's really a drag and i'm sorry to say that maybe i have to put myself on the side of the square generation it's something that i never thought i would say about myself because i always thought of myself as being a pretty hip chick but anybody who thinks that this is a cool with it movie you know what? I don't belong to the same universe with this person. They are <laughs> in another version of the human race. And that's okay. That's their club. But I just don't want to be a part of it, and I'm not a part of it, thankfully. So for me, Kike is mindless, horrible junk that unfortunately masquerades as a kind of satirical, cynical, hip-happening Hollywood movie. It's none of those things. It's just A total waste of time, and it's garbage. For me, Kick-A, I'm kicking A right now. It gets a red light.
0: Well, this movie was so offensive to me, it doesn't even have a light. That's how bad it was. But since I am getting paid to give it a light, obviously I'm joining Anne Elder in giving it a red light, because this one is a disaster. Two red lights for the film Kick-A or whatever it is you want to call it. Oh, I'm glad we're finished with this. We can talk about something else a little bit nicer on our next segment. Right. Until that time, my name is Les Roberts. And
1: I'm Ann Elder.
0: And Greenlight Reviews hopes that we're going to run into you having a much better time than we did with this particular film when we all get together next at the movies. Hi, I'm Christina
1: Yerling-Biro, host of the podcast Pop Culture Confidential. Join me as I go way behind the scenes with some of the most influential people in entertainment and media. Hear actors such as Succession's Brian Cox talk about his favorite characters to play.
0: There always has to be a mystery. The audience have to be in a situation where they want to know what's going on.
1: Meet studio execs like Pixar chief Pete Docter and learn his secret on how he makes us cry.
0: Emotion is our first language.
1: And so many others who are defining popular culture. From Obama speechwriter David Litt to Top Chef host Padma Lakshmi.
0: We don't often think about food politically or we don't want to, but it really is.
1: Join me. Search for Pop Culture Confidential wherever you get your podcasts.